I don't know about you, but the greatest mark of self-control is scrolling through your favorite skincare vendor's page and not buying your fifth bottle of vitamin C serum. I mean, where is my medal? Where is my Nobel Peace Prize? Don't put lemon juice on your face. And other stories brought to you by Pampered by Pokes, a.k.a. the Fresh Face G. Alright, let's get moisturized. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of How to Be a Fresh Face G. If you've been taking notes, I know that you are well on your way, so let's keep going. Um, Shameless plug here. Aside all the talking that I do... Um, that many of you are familiar with. I also sell sheet masks. I love sheet masks because they are a great way to sort of customize your skincare routine to your needs. Um, there are things that are chronic, like maybe you have acne prone skin, oily skin, whatever. And there are things that sort of just pop up, you know, um, like right now, the way masks are giving people acne, stress can give you acne, um, change in the weather can make your skin dry um, or dehydrated and then you either overproduce oil if you have oily skin or you um, have like dry flaky patches on your skin and it's a temporary situation but it's still so annoying so how do you deal with something like that without say investing in a whole bottle of something that you know you don't maybe you don't really need generally just for the period So maybe you started using a new product that's drying out your skin and you kind of want to um, counter that with something. A sheet mask. There are different kinds, varieties, brands, ingredients, formulas, different thing, um, masks that do different things and you can use them all. Um, I'm a big fan of hydrating masks, anything that gives me a good moisture boost um i'm also a big fan of detoxing masks especially the ones that come with charcoal um i'm a big fan of collagen masks they just make my face feel so plump they do different 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 things maybe you want to try out a specific ingredient that you've heard about but you don't want to necessarily commit until you're sure that it responds well um on your skin sheet mask is the way forward to do that sheet masks are basically just um serums or essences soaked up in um a paper cloth or hydrogel mask and honestly you feel like the mask full of power very very powerful and i mean i don't know about you but some of my most um relaxing days are days when I have carved out time for me and my sheet mask. So you can definitely get a mask that has a specific ingredient that you're interested in and see if it's right fit for you. So go on my page um, on Twitter or Instagram and check out my inventory Um, at the moment. I've got a good collection and I'm so glad corona didn't get in the way of accessing some fun fun sheet masks so check it out and let's jump right into the episode i feel like a game show host okay okay i kid let's go 
Hi everyone, how are you doing? I know you missed me because I missed you tremendously. It's been more than a week since the last episode and I've been itching to record a new one. Um, this is what I'm going to call my um, post-travel episode. I went on a mini trip this weekend to Kumeru in the Ashanti region of Ghana. Um, it's a mountainous area and also has a lot of uh, forest cover. So it's a very nice um, retreat-like experience for me. Lots of greenery all around, uh, making the air very clean, very fragrant, all of that. And one thing about my experience there is that my skin behaved so wonderfully while I was there. Um, not a breakout, very low oil production, pores were tight, skin was smooth, products absorbed wonderfully. And it struck me how, you know, I always hate on travel um, because it does the opposite typically to my skin, especially if it's international travel and we're not in the middle of a global pandemic. But usually... Um, Travel tends to stress me out and there's so many factors at play that make my skin uh, misbehave. But this time, my skin did the exact opposite and travel helped. So I thought, let's do a little bit of a travel spot and um, how um, skincare, how first of all, your skin is affected by travel and how skincare needs to be adjusted to um, either take advantage of travel or respond to some of the struggles that come with it so first of all we're still in the middle of a pandemic so it was local travel um we drove and basically um just being in this environment where the air was a lot less polluted my lifestyle in general was a lot less stressful because i wasn't um at work um and basically i was relaxed the whole time um so I wasn't breaking out. My skin was just absorbing product and so moisturized throughout. Um, the air was fairly cool. And I think that also helped to calm my skin because, you know, um, lower temperatures just prevent your skin from becoming overly inflamed, overly irritated, all of those things. So um, I really enjoyed being in that environment generally. And then the added bonus of having well-behaving skin. And let me tell you, um, I had every reason to have a full-on breakout while I was there, considering that um, my period kicked off and, um, you know, I should have, I should have had at least five just on my chin alone. Um, because I wasn't going out, I didn't have to wear a face mask um, much. You know, because I was, I was, I was in, indoors, not indoors, but like we didn't go anywhere. You know, I was basically, um, in the, in the space and in the backyard or whatever the whole time. So, um, you know, mask wear was also minimal for me. And so that, you know, prevented any, um, brand new, uh, mask knee. So generally, overall, um, this was a good trip for me. Now, 
The difference between Kumewu and Accra is very evident. Accra has a lot of activity, a lot of cars, a lot of trotros. Um, I'm obviously moving around more. And so, you know, just the difference was very stark in how my skin behaved. Um, if we're doing international traveling, you have to travel on a plane. Actually, any public transportation that has a lot of people using at a given time, um, it's very easy for you to um, get acne um, from, you know, the bacteria and all of that that's, you know, on the seats, on armrests, on things like that. People think that, I personally believe that um, planes are maybe more, no, that's a lie. I was going to say that they're maybe more um, grimy than trotros, but I'm, I, I can't even say that with a straight face, but I would say it's close, you know, it lo- and the thing is that airplanes kind of look cleaner than trotros. So it gives you the impression that it's less, you know, it's the word infected. I don't know what I'm trying to say, but it, because I don't know if it's because of color or just the way that they are, it gives you the impression that you don't have to worry as much, um, but you do. You do need to be wiping down um, seats and tray tables and screens and anything that you think that you're going to touch um, because the likelihood of you touching something dirty and touching your face is so high when you're on a plane. Additionally, um, just the process of air travel is really stressful. You have a two, three, four hour plane trip, but you probably spend another eight hours um, at the airport on either side um, in layovers if you have those um, on the plane the air is refrigerated but it's not really ventilated like it's a recycled air <laughs> you know so um, whatever is in the air is in the air and it's everywhere um, that said if you're rushing from gate to gate, if you're running up and down, um, spending hours sleeping on uncomfortable airport benches, um, the stress alone can affect your skin. Also, your diet when you're traveling isn't really the best. And this covers both, you know, air travel, road travel, whatever. Because people are trying to minimize their need to pee, they're trying to minimize the likelihood of food poisoning, you tend to pick things that are processed, you know, um, processed, high saturated fats, high um, sugar content, because those are more convenient foods, like, you know, a biscuit or a cake. You're less likely to get sick on things like that compared to a salad, right? Because You really, if you're going to be on the road for anything more than an hour, you really shouldn't be playing games with um, fresh vegetables, um, things like that. So, you know, diets when you're traveling tend to be not as healthy, but geared towards being convenient and less likely to give you any kind of um, reaction. So you find out that you're not drinking as much water. You're not drink. you're not eating fresh food. You're not eating, probably not eating hot food either. You're probably just eating biscuits and, and chips and things like that. So that can also affect your skin, um, in a negative way. So when I'm traveling, I definitely prepare for 
very dry conditions. I prepare for breakouts. I prepare for all of that. I um, am washing my hands and disinfecting my hands constantly. But um, I also make sure that my skincare routine, even if I can't carry everything, my the hydrating parts of my skincare routine are very crucial. Um, there's a misconception that cool weather is better for skin than warm weather because there's no sun. That's not the reason. The reason is that cool temperatures are generally very calming for the skin. It's why you can put ice on a ice on a pimple and it will reduce in size. You can put a cool towel on um, hives or a rash kind of, it won't cure it, but it basically reduces the inflammation or whatever it is that's causing you irritation on your skin. So that's why people generally find that um, they like their skin more when they've been in cool areas or temperate regions. Also, um, the sun is obviously not as high and as bright as it would be if you live on like the equator, right? But it doesn't mean it's not there. Um, so, you know, the likelihood of your hyperpigmentation getting darker in such environments is also low, but you are still exposed to UV rays. So while you may enjoy a little reprieve from your skin, being warmed up <laughs> you still have to make sure that you're adequately protected sunscreen is a must in all conditions except for at night when the sun is nowhere to be found so that is that is it and just try as much as possible to keep my skin hydrated and calm and protected um yeah, so this was just so that I could gloat about traveling. <laughs> I haven't done that in a long time and I miss it. You guys, wear your masks. Please be safe so that we can get rid of corona and start traveling again. Please. Okay, guys, I want to talk to you about something. So just come closer, gather around. This is very important. I want you to think, like close your eyes and think. What is something that is a crucial, crucial, crucial part of your skincare routine that you take for granted? Give it five seconds. I'll wait. Think it through. Okay, so what do you think it is? All right, I know some of you probably thought sunscreen. Not underrated. Maybe it was in the beginning, but now definitely not an underrated part of um, your skincare routine. You know what I'm thinking about? Rinsing. I know. What is this girl talking about? What kind of premium grade, you know, drugs is this babe on? Because... This is not what I signed up for. Rinsing, come on. But it's very important. Think about some of your favorite um, products. Uh, cleansers, masks, um, exfoliating, peels, all of that. Think about how some of them are very clear about rinsing them off when you're done. And we think to ourselves that... We do this. I mean, you take a shower, you wash your face, you rinse it off. No big deal. The question isn't whether you're rinsing your face. The question is, how are you rinsing your face? Or better yet, 
How well? If you can hear a lot of sounds in the back, I'm doing my nighttime routine right now. That is the beauty of technology um, and recording this episode. So there's going to be a lot, little bit of crying, crying, crying in the back. Don't be afraid. I'm still here for you. So rinsing. There's a reason why skincare um, producers harp on very specific rules like make sure you're rinsing your face make sure you don't leave this on for too long or leave it on for a certain amount of time um don't use it with this other product um stop if it's irritating you etc etc um any product that asks you to rinse off it's very important that you follow this rule strictly why is that any product that asks you to rinse off does its job when you're applying it and then while for however long it's meant to be on but once it's done once it's done once it's combined with your skin cells once it's been oxidized once it's you know done what it's supposed to do it stops being beneficial and starts to become harmful i'll give you an example your cleanser okay your cleanser goes in and it breaks dirt down into tiny particles so that you can wash it away. Um, if you don't wash it away, then you haven't really actually done what the cleanser is meant to do. In fact, the world's best cleanser is water. The reason why you can't just wash your face with water is because some um, uh, particles or things are like lodged in there with oil. And that's why water alone can't wash your face. But water is key. The process of rinsing is key to take away everything. So if you're not rinsing your face very well, you're leaving whatever it is you try to wash off or take off or melt off or exfoliate off. And so you're actually not doing anything. So that's where it's not even beneficial for you. And then um, products have ingredients that are only there as a temporary thing. They're either preservatives or they're there to give the product a certain consistency. So once the product does its job, those ingredients are no longer needed. And in fact, they're actually harmful if they stay on your skin. So whether you have sensitive skin, whether you don't, whether you think you do, your skin is titanium, so everything is fine. Any product that isn't meant to stay on your skin, especially in the form that it's found in products, um, if you don't rinse it off properly, what's going to happen is that it stays in there, clogs your pores, or irritates your skin, and then you're sort of back at square one. Another um, example of a product where rinsing is crucial is um, chemical peels. That is if it's one of those kinds. Um, I don't know if you are familiar with the Ordinary's peel. It says rinse off well. And there, if there's any product in the world that I would say rinse till you can't rinse anymore it's that product it does what it's supposed to do in eight to ten minutes okay you cannot force it to do more than that at any point in time it's not a magical product you're not going to apply it and suddenly you have a new face by the next morning it's supposed to do what it's supposed to do eight to ten minutes without harming your skin and then you know when your skin has sort of rebuilt itself you can reapply a week later so washing off is very important um it's one of those products that it's red you know 
at first it's like, oh my God, I have so much of it. And then you rinse it off the first time. And because the difference between when you apply it and when you rinse off the first time is so stark, you think, oh, I'm good, it's done. But it's an acid. Yeah, water will neutralize it, but it doesn't make it safe to leave on your face. Um, additionally, you're going to apply other products to your face, okay? And you do not want to combine stale chemical peel on your face with whatever other serum or um, stable product that you have. Not only do you not know what the combination can do to your skin, you also don't know if the product that you were meant to um, wash off will destabilize any other products. Now, if a product is destabilized, it's either made ineffective or worse, it's made harmful. So what you want is stable products that do what they're supposed to do and, you know, go away. Um, if a product is meant to stay on your skin, you have no problem and it will say so. But when you're rinsing off, you have to go in. Rinse two, three times. If you're not comfortable with a certain product staying on your skin, like um, like the chemical peel, you can wash it off again. But um, like a mask, you can wash it off again. If you use um, clay masks, for instance, clay does its job by absorbing oils um, from your pores and all of that. So if the clay has absorbed oils and you don't wash it off, not only do you now have oil on your face, you also have dirt. Whether you like it or not, clay is dirt, okay? When it's doing its job, it's fine as long as you wash it off with all the impurities. But if you leave it on, guess what? Um, You've just rubbed your face in dirt. The importance of rinsing cannot be overemphasized. Go in and rinse well. I don't know if you've watched my um, daytime routine video, but I harp on the fact that I love to do my routine in the shower. Yeah, when you're doing influencer stuff, you have to do it in front of a mirror or in front of a window, whatever, to get good lighting and all of that. But, or at a sink, so that people don't see you naked. But honestly, my preferred method for doing my skincare routine, at least the cleansing part of it all, I love to do it in the shower. If you notice that when you wash your face at the sink, you are subconsciously thinking about things like, I don't want to wet my hair. I don't want to get water everywhere. I don't want to get water on myself. So you'll find that even the way that you rinse, you may rinse just the front of your face, forget your ears. You'll forget the area behind your ears. You'll forget the area under your chin. You may forget your neck. But when you're in the shower, because you can get the place wet, you're, you're, you do a better job of washing and rinsing product of your face because you don't care what happens to the water where it spills everywhere. Rinsing is very, very important to make sure that your products do what they're supposed to do and don't harm you in the process. So these are the kind of examples that, you know, I use to show that skincare is not this mystical thing. Yeah, there are ingredients and stuff that you don't know about and they have fancy names and all of that. But sometimes simple things, simple things in terms of processes, simple things in terms of you know, consistency and, and, and attention to detail are all you need to ensure that your skincare routine works. Imagine you buy 20 different serums and whatever. I'm talking to myself, <laughs> but imagine you buy 20 different serums and things. You use each of them 35 step 
um, routine and you're not rinsing your face off well when you wash it, you are doing nothing. Nothing. You're doing nothing for yourself. So remember today, just bring it to the front of your mind that when you do your routine, wash your skin well, massage it in there, but also rinse it off well. One pail of water for your face is not enough. Okay, go in. I don't know. I use a pail to bath because conserving water and all of that. But showers, you know, they help, I guess. But really make sure that you are rinsing your face thoroughly before anything else happens. For the good of you, your skin, and mankind. Shalom. Let's round off with a little bit of... um motivational something something okay um there's something that human beings do okay to our bodies in this um world as it is now obviously i can't speak for anything less um for anything more than 20 years ago (laughs) for anything more than 20 years ago and so i'm not going to try but in this current world there's something that we do that really, you know, it's not healthy. It's not healthy. Let's just call it what it is. We're not being very healthy right now. And that is, we tend to punish our bodies for the ways in which they indicate to us that something isn't quite working on the inside, okay? So whether it's some, um, you know, unexpected weight gain, right? Or your hair isn't quite doing what it's supposed to do. Maybe it's not full of life. Maybe it's, you know, your twists aren't coming out juicy. Or your your um, fade looks like, you know, a very sparse, uninspired mess. Or, you know, you're breaking out. We tend to see those things and instantly think, oh no, I must beat the... Um, negative thing out of my body so you go to the gym and then you go and punish yourself three to five hours on the treadmill you um look at your hair you hate it and then you start to comb it brush it pull it um twist it try to maneuver it into something or you apply some very you know harsh Um, products to your face in the name of getting rid of acne, in the name of addressing um, rashes or, you know, whatever. Now, we have products that are designed to treat symptoms, right? So, you know, you have a spot treatment that helps if you have a pimple, like just an inopportune moment and it just appears in the middle of your forehead and you think, ah, let me get rid of that. But if your skin is breaking out, Your first thought shouldn't be, ah, crap, I hate my skin. I should put all these things on it so I get rid of this problem. You should start thinking about in what ways haven't I loved myself? You know, in what ways haven't I loved my body? In what ways haven't I loved my mind? Such that my body and my mind can exist and do what they need to do. When you have a headache, you know, you typically will take um, a painkiller maybe the first day or whatever. But if you have a headache for two days... You cannot take a painkiller every day, paracetamol, eight pills a day, every day for the rest of your life. Obviously, it becomes important to start to think about, like, what is my body missing? Am I drinking enough water? Am I eating enough food? Am I getting enough sleep? 
um, is somebody's son stressing me out? Those are the things that you need to think about when, you know, you're not feeling well or something like that. And it should apply in how we, you know, interact with our bodies. Our bodies work better when they're being taken care of as opposed to when they're seen as the enemy. So if you feel like your body is not healthy, if you feel like your skin is not healthy, your hair is not healthy, your nails are not healthy, that is the way in which your body communicates with you. That is how it tells you that, hey, so yeah, um, you haven't been outside in a long time since this quarantine started. And we kind of miss the vitamin D. We kind of miss the fresh air. We kind of miss the exercise. So, um, this little headache that I'm giving you over here is just to let you know that maybe you should go outside and, you know, take a 30 minute walk. That is all your body is trying to do. It's not trying to fight you in any kind of way. Um, I, you know, recently had a strange bout with, um, hormonal acne and I was like, what is going on? So I was applying all the salicylic acid and all of that. And honestly, I mean, yeah, it worked in its own way because the product, the ingredients are designed to work. But then I realized that that wasn't really what my, my skin was trying to tell me. My skin was trying to tell me that I was stressed. I wasn't eating well. I wasn't sleeping well. And on top of all of that, I was putting a cloth mask on my face for numerous hours a day. Um, just a whole stressful situation. And I had to take care of that. I had to basically lock myself down, get good night's rest, drink a lot of water, eat, you know, something other than chips <laughs> and, um, just get up myself away from my computer screen for some time. It was important. Um, so when you're thinking about your skincare routine, yeah, the spot treatments are fun. The, you know, magical exfoliators and everything are good. But you really have to think about in what way am I loving myself? In what way am I loving my face? So that it doesn't become just symptoms that you're treating. It becomes more of how do I make it such that my face doesn't need to do these drastic things to alert me to um, problems that are going on on the inside try and this applies everywhere like if you're going if you're thinking that okay i need to be healthier you know i think that my body can be healthier instead of thinking oh my god i must punish my body into submission think about oh what are the good things that you know that i enjoy that my body also likes so that you know find the fruits that you find delicious that are also good for you find the vegetables that you like delicious and add them to your food um find activities that make you more active and that you also enjoy i'm recently started well i've only been to one class but um i used to dance a lot and now i want to bring that back into my life and because it was one of my favorite ways to exercise and also have a lot of fun. So identify the things that give you joy, that also give you um, benefits. Instead of doing things you hate in the name of trying to solve a problem. Because first of all, you will not sustain that activity. You will not sustain that product. You will not sustain that routine. Um, And you will end up... 
not even back at um at zero you will end up at negative 100 because it will be even harder for you to bounce back um from a horrible experience with anything that you're trying to do to take care of yourself so love your body um into submission as opposed to punishing your body into submission and that is the word for the day i hope you enjoyed the podcast this week i have no idea if i'm keeping to my one week or not the same way i have no idea if i'm keeping to my time limit or not but you guys are listening and i appreciate it don't forget give me feedback share with your friends um like or clap or whatever depending on the platform you're using follow me on instagram follow me on twitter fresh face g um if you type in pampered by pokes it will also show up and um you know leave me a lovely message if you feel like it and that's all she wrote stay moisturized <laughs>